Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What's up? How's it going? It's going good. <laughs> um, a great day so far. Great day so far. Tremendous day. A few cup, cups of coffee in. And it's yeah. going well. Yeah, finally got that eyelash out of my eye. <laughs> had a had a struggle there for a while. <laughs> um, it's always the left eye for me. I don't know that you get specifically eyelashes in. Yeah, you don't get eyelashes in your eye. Yeah, but like I, it doesn't fit. Fa- my eyelashes don't favor one eye over the I another. Have I think get it? I long at eyelashes. I don't, I don't know if I want to go down that. Yeah, that we'll, we'll, we'll not go down that one. So, got a question. I think it's uh, a good question being still the new year, although most people statistically would, they would say, have already given up their resolutions for the year. Um, but kind of kind of resolutions and also never too early to prepare for Lent. And so there's some yeah. question about fasting, different, different things. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a late Ash Wednesday this year, March 2nd, right? Am I making I, that up? I never know if that's late or early. Like, <laughs> Time has no meaning for <laughs> you? Just, like what? No, I just don't think in terms of time like that. Hey, follow up from our last uh, podcast real quick. Do you plan on going to see The Matrix, the new one coming out? Isn't it already out? No. Which one? Like the, the, the new one? The Matrix. <laughs> What's it? Resurrections. Is it already out? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I'm really thinking about going to see it, but yeah, I think it's been out for a couple of weeks. Oh, it says catch up on. No, 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 no. Uh, we're gonna have to look this up. Is the Matrix? Release. Oh, that's how it's a follow-up from the the last episode because we talked about VR and stuff. Yeah, the metaverse. Oh, I think you can stream it on now in theaters. Okay, okay. Yeah. Look at and that. You can stream on. Got my uh, finger on the pulse. So, are you going to see it after our last episode? Were you a Matrix guy back in the day, like original? Yeah. No, I I I feel like I could see you like deep diving into the Matrix world. <laughs> I I definitely was was in a great position to really enjoy the first movie. Uh <laughs> I think I don't really remember the movies after that. I'm not sure if I if I ever really watched them all the way through. Right. I probably saw the second one. Um very fuzzy if I've ever seen the third one. There's only 3, right? Yeah, got this uh, voice coming back. You know what is a good movie, though, and segue to our question really has no relevance, but we rented for the kids Sing 2, which is like, it's it's a kid's movie. It's like animals Just that sing. Sing, yeah, S-I-N-G, sing. So the original one, but like this all-star cast, Matthew McConaughey, they're all the voices and things, and it's based mm-hmm. on this little koala bear that wants to like run and operate sing. a theater yeah and and has people that sing and do all these things and then sing too and uh bono plays one of the characters in it he's like the old like rock and roll guy who they're trying to get come out of retirement it's fun kids yeah. liked it 
Okay, let's jump into the question. This is from Mary. Hey, guys, longtime listener. Also, <laughs> love the podcast on January 5th. Very challenging, but what I needed. It was like a warm hug and a punch all at the same time. <laughs> that's Thanks. what we're going for. Thanks, that's, what, that's what we're always going for. But um, she said, on a past episode, Father Paul mentioned fasting is a helpful tool for growing in discipline. Mm. Do you remember saying a profound word like this? Nope. Like most things, there you go. Wonder <laughs> Sounds like something I would say. <laughs> sounds pretty profound. Um, okay. Wondering if the merits of fasting are weakened if the fast also is for health issues. So, for example... The Lord, so this is this is what Mary says in the in the email. For example, the Lord keeps putting black coffee in front of me as a solution to some spiritual battles. There happens to also be a great deal of health benefits to black coffee. Is my fasting from cream and sugar lighter on the scale because of this? Or another example, considering inter, intermittent fasting for health benefits, like... But this also requires a lot of grace and strength to stay committed. Like I need to pray to God when it gets down to the like tough part. But if I'm fasting for my health, can it also be double fasting for Jesus? It brings up it brings up an interesting question and one that also taps into the same type of thing of if you were to talk to athletes or um, people who are always at the gym. Where's the line of like, you know, temple of the Holy Spirit and your body and vanity, right? Like um, there's several different things here of like, there's realistic things saying, hey, fasting is good. It's a spiritual discipline and a benefit. But if you're only doing it because I'm like, I want to lose 30 pounds, I'm going to fast. Is that like, where is the spiritual benefit then? Does it weaken? Does it lessen? Um, yeah, it's just a funny way to put it, but it also, it makes a lot of sense. It's a good question. Um, have you ever thought about it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. No, well, it's, it's like this. If you're doing something for Jesus, you're doing it for Jesus, right? Like there's a lot about the intention that matters mm -hmm. and you can do the same thing for Jesus as you can make an idol that kicks him out of your life that you set up in his place. Um, exercise is a really clear example of that. Um, but when you do something for Jesus, it also can have good effects in other parts of your life than your quote-unquote spiritual life. Mm. Um, and that's good because we don't have multiple lives that we live. We just have one. That we right? know of. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unless you're that. in the metaverse. Unless and, you're in the metaverse. And you've got two at least. Um, so, like, yeah, just because you don't eat breakfast as a rule doesn't mean, like, you're you're just racking up spiritual brownie points and that it's a, a meritorious act. Like, you can do it for all sorts of reasons. You could do it just because you don't like breakfast. Um, and that's not a particularly meritorious thing. Um but you can also, it doesn't have to be hard to be a good thing either, mm -hmm. right? Like, I've never been in the habit of, 
I don't know why I'm picking on breakfast. Apparently, that's the most important meal. Like, and that's just continually vindicated, like that childhood wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a, I'm not a big breakfast fan. I go back and forth. Um, but, but say like you're intermittent fasting. And so we'll pick on breakfast because okay. I think people who intermittent fast normally don't eat until about lunchtime or something. Yeah. Um, like that can be hard for you or that could be easy for you and you can still offer it to God either way. Mm-hmm. But I think unless you're offering it to God, it's not like, <laughs> it's not, not a meritorious thing that you're offering to God. Yeah. Um, and that's also true of, I mean, in some way, like that's true of a habit of saying the rosary every day. Right. Like you could get so into that habit that you don't even really think about it. And it actually kind of loses its connection <laughs> with God as a form of prayer. And it's just something that you do. You just alienated every listener who prays the rosary. Going to mass on <laughs> weekends. You could just do it out of custom. True. Um, this is what we do. And it starts to really lose like its spiritual fruitfulness because there's no intention there anymore. There's no kind of personal faith driving it. Um, right. So like, I don't know when I talked about fasting, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> good news it was only a few podcasts ago, <laughs> but yeah, it, it can be a really good thing. Um, it can be a good thing for your health and it can be a good thing for your spiritual life, but just doing it for your health doesn't mean that it's good for your spiritual life. Um, right. Normally doing it for your spiritual life could also have a good effect on your health though. I don't know. You, right. you fasting's a delicate thing. It's hard to just sit here and like give advice about it because it's, it's like everyone has to do it in the right way. Maybe I've told this story before. Stop me if I had, but, but like, I'm going to let you go either way. Yeah. Um, like you can easily fast for spiritual reasons and be very, very proud of it. Like, thank God that I'm not like the others. Like the Pharisee says with the publican praying in the back, thank God that I'm not like the rest of these people. And I fast, right. As sort of, uh, like pure as, angels but proud as demons that kind of thing um and so even fasting for spiritual reasons isn't necessarily meritorious it has to be (laughs) like a a good act yeah (laughs) coming out of a good spirit and so the story is uh a counterbalance to that that um that was kind of a maybe an apocryphal story or legendary or something but yeah but i love um about my former seminary that uh, we had the student store, and um, a lot of people would go there after Is it mass. In Rome? Yeah, so so we had this field, um, and this store, and a lot of people would like go walk around the the field or something uh, after lunch. Some people would go pray rosary. Some people would like go play sports. Others would go to the student store and get a snack and stand out and like watch what people were doing on the field. Um, right, and. This one guy really wanted to like take Lent seriously. I'm going to do this right and to fast really hard. And I think he was good at fasting. Uh, it's a skill that you can get. I think he was good at it. And so he, uh, he wanted to like 
just double down on that. And it's like, this is how you become holy. You do these <laughs> things. And his spiritual director was like, yeah, so for Lent, um, you're not going to fast. Um, instead, you're going to go to that student store and you're going to buy an ice cream bar. Oh my gosh. Every <laughs> single day. And you're going to stand out on the little porch in the midst of everybody and you're going to eat it and you're going to like it and you're not going to tell anyone why you're doing this. And it was the most... Every day. Every day. 40 days of ice cream. <laughs> and it was the most humiliating thing for him. Um, and like... It, it's not... Did that, he do it? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there for it, so like you it didn't could, you didn't check. It Mark could be a legendary days. story yeah, yeah. that was kind of embellished or something, but I think there's a lot of a lot of truth in it. Like the Italians say, "Si non è vero, è ben trovato." If it's not true, it's it's sort of it ought to be. It ought to be. <laughs> um, it's it's well found. Uh, so it it's not that you have to just like reverse psychologize every fast into into, but. Right. But like the point of any spiritual exercise is to grow in the virtues. And if you're growing in pride instead, like it's not doing its job. Um, and it's easy to become proud mm-hmm. of success in the spiritual life. And that's right. a way that actually the the devil can can subvert um, our good growth. Like, like, hey, finally overcame that habit of sin that plagued me for years. And now I'm just running in the spiritual life, just growing and everything is going so well. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're looking around like, I'm a lot better than all these people. Mm. Like I'm, I'm closer to God than these people are. Nobody prays like me. Um, and like pride can sneak in. Uh, even into good actions in such an insidious way and poison it. Um, and it's not something that we can prevent so much as just react well to. Um, and like keep going down a path of humility. Right. Um, and so like that has, that has a lot to do, I think with the reluctance of priests just to be like, everybody go out and fast um, is because like, Sometimes people can can go overboard um, and can hurt themselves in some way um, through through a lack of like appropriate moderation, even in fasting. Yeah, and that's true. The early church, as well as now, like a, a lot of the the early monastic rules and um, and guidance, even of desert fathers on fasting, who were like radical. Yeah. <laughs> um, their guidance is often towards like moderation. Yeah. Um, we're doing this in an extreme way, in an extreme way, but also like here's the balance in it. Yeah, there's got to be a moderation there. Um, Do you find I find this with, <clears throat> excuse me, with teens and and young adults, different people I talk to that um, right? We go back to the church's definition of fasting: one, you know, like light meal; two, other, you know ones no snacking in between two other ones that do not exceed that one meal Mm -hmm. um most don't like to hear that actually when it comes to like ash wednesday good friday um these days of don't eat nothing yeah like and that's almost easier it can be than actually moderation i mean 
Yeah, I know for me, it's like, oh, yeah, I just won't eat at all. So I'm not tempted instead of being like, well, I'll just have that one grape. And then, you know, and then it's like, oh, four bunches of grapes later, you're like, oh, I'm full now, you know, like or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, there's a lot of. There's a lot of of ways that like as you're trying to to thread the needle between the cliff and the whirlpool um, to use the the classical Scylla and Charybdis um, like you can you can founder on the rocks or you can capsize into the world like you can go, go astray in a lot of ways right which is why like the only way to to thread the needle well is to do everything with the intention of like glorifying God and following closely uh, Jesus Christ. Right. Whenever it becomes about the activity itself, then it can, it can sort of go off into, into some other place where pride can creep in or um, unhealthy extremes can creep in or laxity can creep in. Right. It's real easy for me. I don't like fasting. Um, I can get into a mindset where I do like it and then I can go kind of extreme. Um, but much more often just personally, I find reasons to chip away at it or to cheat. It's, it's hard to stay in the middle unless you're doing it on purpose for Christ. Um, right. Instead of just as an exercise. And that's, that's like, I think I have used this image before when I was, uh, a golf nerd um, in high school. I was reading a lot of books about the physics of golf. Um, and one of them used this image of the stability in the golf swing being a stability. Like you have to pull through the ball yeah, and not push through because a pulling motion is a much more stable uh, force just right. physics wise than pushing. If you think of pushing a wheelbarrow or a shopping cart, Right. I wish you could all could see this motion right now. (laughs) Go on to our YouTube page once they're uploaded. (laughs) Father Paul's just like waving his arms back and forth. Like it it wobbles. That's because it's hard to keep that line of force exactly on the right line. Right. You're always correcting a little bit. But if you're pulling something, then the for then all the mass gathers behind the single point of force. And like there's a stability. It follows that line of force. Um, now, when you say force, you're talking about like the Star Wars force. Yes. Okay. Just clear. <laughs> what other force is there? I don't know. <laughs> Not talking about the Higgs boson. Or um, yeah. Uh, okay. So another another fasting question we've gotten before. I know we may have hit on this, but got this a decent amount in our questions. Just why we're talking about fasting. Do you fast during Lent on Sundays? Is that the 40-day fast? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Um, because it a lot of it, like, I, I'm laughing because it, it's, it's sort of one more example of, of a, a good question that probably comes out of a really sincere right. Uh, concerned to do what's right right but it's a question about like what am i not allowed to do right um and like sundays are for the like it's it's the sabbath day right um and 
surely on some other episode we've talked about why Sunday, not Saturday. Um, Maybe. We could go into that sometime. I've got hot takes. You, you got <laughs> that, that are like <laughs> ancient <laughs> church takes. Um, yeah, you're not big on the, I mean, not to toss you under the bus, but you're not real big on the vigil mass ideas, <laughs> right? I don't know. Well, we can, we'll do we another. Can we'll do another too. one. We'll yeah, do we another one. Yeah, yeah. Too. That's for different reasons. Um, but yeah, all Sundays the the church holds up all Sundays as um, like Sabbath days that are set apart to enter into God's own rest. And this kind of question about like, can I fast during Lent? That also sort of plays into like, what am I not allowed to do on a Sunday? Right. Um, it's just sort of a broader look at the same kind of thing yeah um and i just don't think that's a helpful perspective like what about the person though wondering of just like appropriateness of fasting like in the sense of like aren't there times we would say like as the church like the octave of easter or christmas like that's probably not the most appropriate time to right, be fasting right. so, so if they're saying yeah. if they're asking out of pure like I get exactly what you're saying, but if they're asking out of like, cause they're worried, like, yeah, I, w- I want to be true to what the church is. Mm-hmm. Should I be fasting during Lent on a Sunday? Should I not out of like true goodness in their heart? What would you say to that person? I would say, no, you shouldn't be fasting. Just simply Sunday is not a day for fasting, but that doesn't mean that you have to like eat and drink to excess either. <laughs> um, right. Like to, to feast in moderation. Yeah. Um, and to feast in a character that's consistent with the season of Lent. But it's not a day per se for fasting. And, and that's why I'm trying to redirect towards like a positive, like like not what shouldn't I be doing on these days, but what should I be doing? Yes. And like the, the most helpful breakdown I've seen is like if I can classify something as worship or as authentic leisure, both of which glorify God, like those are the kind of things that I should do on a Sabbath day. Right. And if we just equate, for the sake of convenience, a Sabbath day with a feast type day, then, like, yeah, I don't see anything about, about like, penitential practice. Right. Really, in either one of those. But it, it does mean that, like, I can exercise, even if exercise is a form of penance for me sometimes. Yeah. Like... You could exercise on a Sunday for sure. Right. Um, and I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a healthy thing for you not to eat breakfast or whatever. Right. Like right, on right. breakfast again. Like I'm not saying you have to eat breakfast <laughs> Man, on Sunday. You are a hater on the I breakfast. I really like meal. breakfast, actually. I'm on I'm on that kind of side of the fence right now. But um like like in Rome, we would eat a big lunch on Sundays. That was our feast. We lunch. grew up doing that in an yeah. Italian family as well. It was like our, it was our, it was our big meal for the yeah, day. It was our big meal. But then after that big lunch, we would just have cold cuts for dinner, just in in, in Italian. Yeah, well, like a, a right, antipasto right, right. kind of, yeah, 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 salumi misti kind of thing. Um, and uh, like that wasn't that. That's a dinner that you could eat on a fast day, right? Where you're just eating a couple pieces of meat and cheese, maybe some olives. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't for the sake of fasting. It was, it fit into the, the logic of the feast. Yeah. Cause we 
pieces earlier. I so, yeah, it's if you're fasting from some particular thing, um, chocolate is the common example. Um, yeah, okay, I'll go into that in a minute. But yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're fasting from some particular thing, uh, it's probably helpful not to eat that thing or do that thing on Sunday because it gives you the chance to to really like have a prolonged freedom from that thing. Right. Um, so I'm not saying that you have to, you know, eat chocolate or, or drink coffee or whatever. Right. Um, on Sunday, if you're fasting from something that is sinful, like that's not a fast in the same sense that other <laughs> things are like, yeah, that's trying to free yourself from something that's sinful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sin addiction, those different things. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Those, like, those never like, Oh, it's a, it's a free day. Now I can a, go back. <laughs> Um, uh, even if it's something that's good, that's become sinful for you, yeah. like, like overuse of media yeah. um, or fasting from your phone. Yeah. Right. Uh, those kind of practices I would say are much better just to keep throughout the whole of Lent. Um, so to, to really like break that habit and let that fa- fast take root. There's yeah. other ways that you can worship and enjoy like true leisure. Right. Um, on Sundays. Now, to go back a little bit further, um, in the Gospels, we hear about, well, it, it's in the Gospels, but it's also just the traditional practice of the church for Lent mm-hmm. is not pick a thing and give it up. It's you should fast, pray, and give alms. You should do all of those things <laughs> and do them to some degree. Yeah. Right? And so just to to be like, well, I'm not going to eat chocolate. I'm done. Like that's that's my Lent. Everything else in Lent is the same. Is right. not entering into the season with the mind of the church and the mind of Christ who talks in the Gospels about fasting, praying, and giving alms. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking specifically, gosh, is it Matthew 6? Um, it, it's in the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. It's after the Beatitudes, um, but not too far after them. And then you get these three, like, bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Fasting, praying, giving alms. These are how you do these things. Right. Pray in your room. When you fast, you know, anoint your head. Um, that kind of stuff. So just to say, like, that's, as, as long as we're talking about Lent and fasting and how to do it, like, yeah. that's that's the the context. That's the idea. Like, how do I... How do I do each of those in such a way that I grow in the virtues and grow closer to God? Yeah. Um, rather than like, kind of like, <laughs> like buying a, a present for somebody that you forgot like to get a present for, and you're like, oh shoot, what's the thing that I can get, and then, and then I'll be done with it. Gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Come on. I'm for terrible the, at getting gifts for the, the win. <laughs> Wait, you um, would never like regift. A gift, would you, Father Paul? <laughs> what are you suggesting? <laughs> um, no, no, no. I definitely, I definitely understand what you're saying. I, I think it's helpful. I also think everybody's different, and just for us to remember yeah. that, yeah, like yeah. this is a case by case situation. That's why it's good to to float these things off of like friends, community group, you know, spiritual director, who you know, people that you can say, hey. This is going to benefit me some health wise, but I'm really doing this to grow closer to Jesus. Like that's okay. You know, like, mm-hmm. or, 
hey, I'm really focusing on justice health wise and not really, you know, I've lost this meaning in my relationship with Christ. Okay, let's let's talk about how we can work on that and develop that more. And just on that point, if I wasn't clear, like doing things for the sake of health is good. Yeah. Sometimes it can turn into an idol, but it doesn't mean that like if if I need to lose 30 pounds, um, like I should take the steps <laughs> necessary yeah. to to like move in that direction. Yeah. Um, that's not bad, even if it's not explicitly like a religious thing. Yeah. Um, I, I could easily see that becoming an excuse for not taking the steps necessary. Um, right. Like, well, this isn't my particular, uh, the way that I'm growing in my spiritual life right now. And so I'm going to leave that, that health stuff off to the side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to go back to that point, like doing what you need to for the sake of being healthy, like, is a good thing. Yeah. You should do that. Um, but just be aware that like we have to do everything to glorify God. And if we don't, pride will sneak in. Um, yeah. and we're going to have to just check that over and over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your, your point about like about bouncing it off friends and community groups and stuff, like that's a really good point. Cause that can, that can make you be honest about like why you want to do this. Right. Um, and uh, it's also just good to have some accountability. Absolutely. Love it. Well, we've talked people's ear off. I guess. Oh, it came in hot. <laughs> That's right. That drop came Guns in blazing. hot. We're professionals two years in. All right. <laughs> Happy Lent. It's only a month away. <laughs> uh, behalf <Or> of <laughs> follow us. I don't know. No, don't follow us. Send us an email. <laughs> Questions. StAnneParish.org. PTP. Prodigalandthepreach.gmail.com. We love hearing from you all. Take care. God bless. No, you're supposed to say God bless. God bless. Sorry. Got distracted. <laughs>